0: Following a transcribe. On the top the lower state theater building,
1: a lot tremendous Anyway, Tales of Intrigue, Adventure, and the Mysterious Occult. That will stir your imagination and make your very blood run cold. This is Dark Adventure Radio Theater, featuring your host, Creighton Cobb. Today's episode H.P. Lovecraft's. The Hunter of the Dark! For
2: decades, an old Providence church has stood empty, silently looming in the city's skyline. As a young writer looks into the history of the abandoned church and the cult that once resided there, an ancient horror stirs. Will he be able finally to solve a mystery shrouded in darkness? Or has he merely paved the way to become its next victim? But first, a word from our sponsor. Friends sometimes ask me why I am always sure to take Bile Beans before I go to bed. But the answer is so simple. Bile beans at bedtime keep me healthy, bright-eyed, and slim. Is it really possible to enjoy improved health just by ingesting bile beans daily? It is! a secret vegetable ingredient learned from genuine Australian Aborigines. Give bile beans power to steady frayed nerves, disperse unwanted fat, and purify and enrich the blood. I never skip a dose of these invigorating bedtime supplements. In fact, sometimes I'll take an extra
1: bile bean before breakfast. The finest pharmacists fill their shelves with bile beans. Ask your druggist for them today. Stay healthy, bright-eyed, and slim with Bile Beans.
3: And now,
2: Dark Adventure Radio Theater presents H.P. Lovecraft's The Haunter of the Dark. Aspiring writer Robert Blake left his home in the Middle West for a journey to Providence, Rhode Island to meet his literary idol, Philip Raymond. The master of weird fiction offered to tutor Blake in the art of crafting strange tales. The young man's journey concluded as he approached the home of his mentor.
0: All right, people, let's move along now. Good Lord, what's going on? Stand back. Uh, Bring in that ladder. Monaghan,
4: could you move these people back? You got it, Hardy. Here now, young fella. Where do you think you're going? Step back. Uh, Officer, is that that number 10, Barn Street? Ah, it was. But but I I was supposed to stay there. Well, then consider yourself lucky you didn't. Uh, But but what about the man who lived there, Uh, Philip Raymond? Is is he all right? You, You the occupant? Yes, he's famous. I came to Providence to
5: meet him. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, lad, but he didn't get out. What? No. Keep that water pumping, boys! My God!
4: How did it happen?
5: We don't have a... Look, I'm sorry about your friend, but you'll have to step back.
4: It's all right, officer. I've got him. Make way for that ambulance! Come on, across the street now, lads. Both of you. Here, buddy. Come with me. My name's Gamwell. Clark Gamwell. Um, I'm... I'm Robert Blake. Glad to meet you. Here, those suitcases look heavy. Give me that valise. So, you knew Mr. Raymond? We corresponded, uh, and I was supposed to stay here with him for some weeks, but we were I can't believe he's gone. Neither can I. I knew Raymond, too. Listen, I've got some rooms over on College Street, right behind the Hay Library. I could let you sleep on the couch if you need a roof over your head. Uh, no, No, I couldn't. Nothing to see here! Move along! Sure you could. Anyway, we can't stay here. That's very kind. What did you say your name was? Clark Gamwell. Come on, it's this way. You're a writer. Anything I might have read? Nothing impressive. I had one published in Astonishing Tales last year. Oh, that's a good one. Did some illustrations for them, but they take forever to pay. Well, As you see, I live the life of the true artist, furnished in early poverty. But the Davenport is comfortable enough. Definitely better than the park bench I'd end up on otherwise. I don't know how to thank you for taking me in. Well, least I could do for a fellow friend of the late lamented Philip Raymond. Let's toast the poor devil. Brandy? Oh, uh, I I don't usually... Uh... No worries. I'll have yours then. Uh, to the life of Philip Raymond, and to the death of Prohibition, may it rotten its grave. <laughs> These paintings. Your work. Yes, just a few things I've been working on. Uh, this room has wonderful light through that window. They're amazing. Like landscapes of another world. A cigarette? The fleur de Lee's. Um, no... Uh, no, 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 thank you. We really have to find you a vice, Blake. Every man needs at least one. So why did you come to see Raymond? I was supposed to help him with research for a story, and I had hoped to learn from him. As things stand, I won't even make the train fare back to Wisconsin. I'm not sure what to do. Uh, How about you, if you don't mind my asking? (laughs) You know Raymond, always into the outre. (laughs) He'd seen some of my magazine drawings and contacted me about illustrating a new book he was working on. He claimed this horror story was supposedly true. Yes, yes. He said the same thing to me. He said he'd uncovered a shocking chapter of local history. Did he tell you anything about it? No, you? Only that it centered around an old abandoned church someplace called Federal Hill. Really? Well, I don't know about the church, but if you want to look at Federal Hill, see here.
2: Gamwell drew the curtain of his westward window to reveal a splendid view of the lower town's outspread roofs and of the mystical sunset that flamed behind them. Against the purple slopes of the distant countryside, some two miles away, rose the spectral hump of Federal Hill. Bristling with huddled roofs and steeples whose remote outlines wavered mysteriously, taking fantastic forms as the smoke of the city swirled up and enmeshed them. It's beautiful.
4: And terrible. It used to be good old Yankees, then the Irish turned up. It's lousy with Italians now. I feel as though I'm looking at a dream, like it would vanish if I ever tried to go there. (laughs) Well, you sure talk like a writer. Here, you have get a better look with my field glasses. Thanks. Came well, that must be it. A great tower and tapering steeple, black against the sunset. Look! Hmm. Cuts quite a figure. Looks like the kind of creepy old thing that would have floated Raymond's boat. Makes me feel so. What bizarre alien mysteries must be hidden there? Oh, we should look into it. Whatever story Raymond stumbled on is still out there. If we find it... We could do the book ourselves. Your words, I'm pictures. Yeah, uh, you, uh, you really think so? Why not? Beats hitchhiking back to Milwaukee. I'll say. Then it's a partnership. <laughs> Cheers. Well, all right then. Oh, oh my! <laughs> Down the hatch. <laughs> uh, first thing tomorrow, we'll hit the morgue. M- uh, morgue at the Providence Telegram. <laughs> no dead bodies, I promise. Excuse me, is this the morgue? Excuse us, ma'am? Miss! Oh, Miss! I beg your pardon. Uh, miss Markham, isn't it? Lanigan Markham? The newspaper office upstairs told us we'd find you down what here. What do you want? Someone else. What? Uh, my friend and I are researching a book about an old abandoned church on a Federal Hill, and well, we hope. Why you ride can't
6: ho- you people leave that horrible place alone? What people? Someone else came here for the same information? Months ago. Shifty character, you ask me. Beady eyes and a button-down collar. Give you his name by any chance? Raven, something like that. Can you show us the articles he looked at? Not worth my time. Not worth yours, if you're
4: smart. Well, can you tell us what the stories were about?
6: Well, the church. The riots. That cult. Same stuff they've been saying for years. Didn't do Raven no good, and it won't do you none either. We'll be the judge of that. Show us your files. Please, uh, Miss Markham... We just want the truth. Hmm. Very well. But don't expect me to lift a finger to help you. And you best put every scrap of paper right back where you found it because I ain't cleaning up after you. This way. What's our problem?
2: After consulting a well-thumbed card catalogue, Blake and Gamwell poured over old scrapbooks filled with crumbling news clippings from decades gone by. Gamwell, look here. Forty years ago, there were riots over that
4: church. Cult church spared demolition. Catholic immigrants riot in protest. <laughs> Typical Italians. Anarchist and gangsters. Wouldn't be surprised if Sacco and Vansetti were in the crowd. No. Oh. Not back in 93. Hmm. It says they drove out this religious sect that had been occupying the sanctuary. The Church of Starry Wisdom. Eccentric name, don't you think? I'll say. It says even though the cult evidently disbanded, the Italians said the sect had defiled the property with their blasphemous rites. <laughs> Superstitious foreigners. This has got to be what Mr. Raymond wanted to write about. Well, Markham looks like she's as old as Sin. Probably witnessed the whole thing. I wonder if the fellow who wrote this article is still around, too. What's his name? Uh, Lillibridge. Edwin M. Lillibridge. See if the crone knows him. Oh, I'm not sure how... Go on. She likes you better. Pardon me, Miss Markham?
6: Yes, what do you want?
4: Do you know a telegram reporter by the name of Lillibridge?
6: What? Why?
4: He seems to have written a lot about the church.
6: Of course, Ed was a, a good man, but always stirring up trouble. Reporters. Do you know where we might find him? No. He, he left. A long time ago. 1893 by any chance? Well sense? you don't know the first thing about it. A couple of jackanapes. People died in that church, you know. Did they? Who? My brother, for one. A lot of people were caught up in that. What? Never you mind. You let them rest in peace.
4: Please, Miss Markham, uh, we're sorry, but do you know what happened to Mr. Lillibridge? Where he might have gone I said and... no!
6: Now it's time for you two to leave.
4: Here, let me put away these scrapbooks. Never blocks. mind,
6: never mind. I'll do it. Just get out!
2: With their curiosity about the church thoroughly whetted, Blake and Gamwell took their inquiry to the city's Hall of Records.
0: If it were up to me, the city would just tear it down. But I'm just a lowly paper pusher, and the last thing my superiors want is my opinion. They don't even like to talk about that church. I could get into trouble just for letting you look at these records. Here you go.
4: Knock yourselves out. Thanks, buddy. Wait, am I understanding this right? The church is owned by a trust
0: of some kind? Exactly. They've saved it from the wrecking ball. Don't ask me why. And who's this uh, Hilliard and Harold mentioned here? That's the law firm that manages the trust. Morris Harold has been a high-priced lawyer in this city for years. I think he's retired now, but he still oversees the trust personally.
4: Maybe he's the man we should be talking to.
0: Lawyers, (laughs) good luck. If you want my advice, you'll just leave it alone. Everyone else does. Why? If you believe the Catholics, it's evil. Downright satanic.
4: I know what you mean. I was raised Catholic
0: myself. I got over it. Ha! To be fair, nobody who was here back in those days has anything good to say about the group that was in there. And that was the Church of Starry Wisdom? Right. That's them. When my father was a boy, everybody was terrified of them. Some outlaw cult doing black magic, led
4: by a man named Enoch Bowen. Enoch Bowen? What happened to this terrible sect.
0: Townsfolk ran him off. Decades ago. At least that's what they say.
4: I'll bet this lawyer, Harold, knows all about it. If anybody
0: does, it would be him.
4: Uh, I told you,
0: we don't have any information about that place.
4: What? Can't blame us for asking. Uh, Thanks for your help, Mr.
0: McCarroll. Don't thank me. I've done nothing to help you.
2: A campaign of calls, letters, and telegrams to Mr. Harold eventually won a response. The aging lawyer finally agreed to see Blake and Gamwell in his elegant home in the Blackstone neighborhood.
7: Now look, if you're here to argue about proprietorship, I'm afraid you're wasting your time. Mr. Bowen purchased the church quite legally, and the conservatorship
4: is airtight in perpetuity. I made sure of that. Mr. Harold, we don't dispute the trust's ownership. All we want to know is more about Enoch Bowen and the Church of Starry Wisdom.
7: Hmm. one's ever asked me that before? Well, Bowen was a fascinating man. How so? A bit uh, eccentric, as you might imagine, but absolutely
4: fascinating. Blind, you know. Always wore dark glasses. How did Bowen come to buy the church? I thought Catholics would die before they'd hand over one of their holy places to a bunch of heathens. (laughs) I
7: like you. (laughs) But even the papers have to bend the knee to economic reality. The church was originally consecrated as Our Lady of Consolation in 1860, replacing a wood-framed chapel that was ruined in the Great Gale of 1815. At that time, most of the Catholics in Providence were French Canadians. After the Civil War, the Canucks all drifted over to the parish in Socket. With no tithes to fill their collection plates, Our Lady of Consolation became a liability to the diocese, and they had to cut their losses.
4: But then came the Italians. Oh, yes.
7: Federal Hill is overrun with them these days. And they want the church back. We read they rioted in 1893. Oh, oh no, no. They didn't want it back. They wanted it destroyed. They couldn't abide Bowen and his followers tainting their tabernacle. But I shut them up. We can't have a bunch of foreigners coming over here and telling us how and where we can worship. That's why there's a First Amendment. Never forget, young man, that Providence was founded as a haven for religious freedom. And what did
4: you think of starry wisdom? Was it really demon worship? Ah! Superstitious nonsense, all of it. So what did Bowen preach? Well...
7: You have to understand, spiritualism was all the rage at the time. Seances, uh, table wrapping, and all that rot. Starry wisdom's beliefs were unconventional, I suppose, but no more than many sects. Beliefs?
4: Were you a member?
7: I never really attended any of these rites myself. Of course, the few times I listened to Bowen, he... Spoken in riddles and paradoxes, light as darkness. Darkness is light, that kind of thing. <laughs> I couldn't make heads or tails of it myself. But that was none of my concern anyway. The Constitution says people can believe whatever they want. So I defended his rights. What happened to Bone and his followers? If I knew, young Mr. Blake, I wouldn't tell you. An attorney must jealously preserve the confidentiality of his clients.
4: Well, newspaper reports said that they were despised. They were run out of town. You believe everything you read in the papers, lad? If they had so much trouble here with that church, why didn't he just
7: move his congregation somewhere else? Well, I can tell you this much. I posed the same question to Enoch Bowen. And? His answer was cryptic as always. He said there are some things that can't be
2: moved. Blake and Gamwell tried to make sense of the rumors, evasions, and half answers they'd found. A sense of unease and restlessness gripped them and stalled the progress of their planned novel. Many a spring afternoon would find either or both of them gazing out Gamwell's westward window at the distant hills and the black, frowning steeple shunned by the birds. As spring wore on, Camwell decided the time had come for more field research. Blake followed him through the downtown streets and the bleak, decayed squares beyond, and they came finally upon the ascending avenue of century-worn steps and blear-paned windows which led to the dim streets near the ancient church.
4: Damn it! Another wrong turn. I could have sworn it would be up this alley. I swear it's like the neighborhood is shifting around us. Uh, let's ask that shopkeeper. Uh, good luck. Excuse me, sir. We're looking for the old church. Can you tell us which way? Uh, At The great big stone church with the tall tower.
8: Scusa! Non capisco. No English.
4: He probably wants you to buy something. The church of the Starry Wisdom. Jesus Christ! Non so nulla! Please, can you just tell us where it is? It's está Regolando. No, uh, I don't no. understand what you're saying. The sun, go down! Go home! come on, Blake. Let's try up this way.
2: As Blake and Gamwell climbed higher, suddenly a black spire stood out against the early evening sky on their left. They plunged toward it through the squalid, unpaved lanes that climbed from the avenue. Twice more, they lost their way, but somehow dared not ask any of the patriarchs or housewives who sat on their doorsteps or any of the children who shouted and played in the mud of the shadowy lanes. Presently, they stood in a windswept open square, quaintly cobblestoned, with a high bank wall on the farther side. There, upon the wide, iron-railed, weed-grown plateau which the wall supported, a separate, lesser world raised fully six feet above the surrounding streets, there stood a grim, titan bulk whose identity was beyond dispute.
4: It's practically falling apart. Look there. Those stone buttresses fallen into the weeds. Or, or maybe... Are those old headstones? It's a graveyard. I am amazed the windows still have glass. You'd think these immigrant hooligans would have broken them all by now.
2: As Blake and Gamwell beheld the decrepit and tightly closed building a disheveled elderly man emerged from around the corner of the stone wall and hobbled toward them.
8: Talking about falling apart, look at this old wreck. Disgusting.
4: What do these people have against bathing? Here, come on. Blake, what's with you? It's easy to see why that steeple gives people the creeps. I'm getting a chill just looking at it. Yeah, well, you better pull yourself together. Why? We're going in. What? We've come this far. It's time to go in. In the church? Are you mad? Look, there's some missing bars on that fence over there. We can squeeze through. But the neighbors will be spotted. The locals hate this place. They won't care. What about Mr. Harold? Shouldn't we, I don't know, get- Better to beg forgiveness than ask permission, I always say. You know you want to. Here, I'll give you a leg up on this foundation wall. Thanks. Now take my hand. What did I tell you? They won't bother us. Come on, let's find a way in.
2: The gap in the rusted fence was easy to pass through. And before long, Blake and Gamwell began a circuit of the building in quest of some penetrable opening. A small, unprotected cellar window in the rear furnished the needed aperture.
3: Uh,
6: uh, Hang on, I I think I'm I'm almost through.
4: Just move your leg to the right. your sense of adventure. We must be the first ones inside this place in the 20th century. Maybe not. Look over there. The dust's been swept away. Mm. A caretaker, perhaps. A lazy one. The place is still a mess. Looks more like something's been dragged across the floor. Must be clearing out some of the junk. There's nothing much to see down here. Come on, let's go upstairs. Do you notice anything strange? Besides the fact that we're in what appears to literally be a godforsaken church. There's something off about this place, but I can't put my finger on it. I'd call that strange. <gasps> Is that an Egyptian? It's a giant onk. <laughs> Where the crucifix ought to be. Small wonder the Catholics wanted to burn up at the stake. And those hieroglyphs etched into the statue. They look Than the ones at the museum. What do you suppose they say? Yeah, I'm afraid I left the Rosetta Stone in my other trousers. If it wasn't so blasted dim in here, I'd copy them into my notebook. Here. I wanted an excuse for a smoke anyway. Remarkable. Hold it closer, will you? Ouch! Sorry. This Zippo gets too hot to hold on to. That's all right. I've got a bit of light through the windows now. Funny. From the outside, you can't tell. They're stained glass. They're so dirty, it's hard to tell what the designs are. Some kind of saints? I've seen some scary saints, but these, these are something else. Say, what's that over there? A little room, a, a library by the looks of it. Shelves from floor to ceiling. Here, take a look. Some of those books look ancient. Here, bring the flame closer. The Firmus Mysterious by Ludwig Prin, Lieber Ivonus. and the Unsch Kulten of Von Junst. Open that one. You'll probably find a picture of this place. Good God. The Spanish version of the Necronomicon itself. Why, this rivals the special collection of a Miskatonic. <laughs> no wonder Raven wanted to write about story Wisdom. Given his obsession with forbidden knowledge, he probably wanted to join them. Gamowell, yeah, look at this ledger. These are the same symbols that are etched on the ark. If the hieroglyphs are a cipher, this might be the key. How's that for a Rosetta stone? Ah, uh, uh, then bring it with you. I've got to conserve a lighter fluid if we're gonna see the rest of this place. It looks like whatever they dragged through the dust, they took up this circular staircase over here. Are you sure we should go up there? Why not? It's probably just an old belfry. I don't know. Something's wrong. I swear, you're getting as jumpy as the Italians. Come on! We've been looking at this steeple from across town for months. We have to see what's inside.
2: Their ascent was a choking experience, for dust lay thick, while the spiders had done their worst in this constricted place. The staircase was a spiral with high, narrow wooden treads, but it led to no bell tower, for when they reached the top of the stairs, they found a dimly lighted chamber clearly devoted to a very different purpose.
4: My god, what is this place? Must be some sort of ritual space. Is that some kind of altar? A pillar? Maybe. It's got those symbols carved into it. Around by chairs. Come on, did you see these statues lining the wall? Yeah, seven, one behind each chair. What are they made of? It's, it's plaster, painted black. They look kind of like those heads from Easter Island. Yes, and they're all staring at that thing sitting on top of the pillar. What is it? I think it's glowing.
2: Come on now. Oh. My god, I think it is glowing. On the curiously angled pillar rested a small metal casket of peculiarly asymmetrical form, its hinged lid thrown back and its interior holding what looked to be a dust-shrouded irregularly spherical object some four inches through. Blake lifted the box and tried to clear the dust away. (coughs)
4: Emwell, <coughs> it's exquisite. Look at these bar reliefs on the outside. Is that gold? I think so. These figures, they're so lifelike. Not like any life I've ever seen. Is that some kind of crystal in the center? Or some kind of faceted gemstone? Look how it's held suspended by these metal arms. It's the stone that's glowing. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it if I were you.
3: It's... Beautiful.
4: Do, do you hear that? Hear what? The voices. Voices. The chanting. You must hear it. Bridge's body in that corner. He must What is that? It's in the steeple above us. May maybe the rats finally woke up. Or maybe it's bats. Villa Bridge? My God, Kenwell, what happened here? Miss Markham was wrong. He didn't leave town. He's been right here the whole time. Look, I have his notebook. Well, I I felt it. A presence through the crystal. What do you mean? Oh my god! Okay, let's go. It's behind us. I can't see. The darkness.
8: Run!
2: The two men stumbled down the circular staircase and retreated through the darkened church as quickly as they could. Ah.
4: Don't stop! We've got to get out! It's pitch black in here. The sun's gone down. Can you see it? It's the dark! Come on, Blake! Downstairs! So oh, it's coming. Damn it! Ah, it's running dry! Ah, my spider! Get out that window! I can't pull myself up! Move! I'll hold you up! Oh, it's coming for me! Blake! Grab my hand! Uh, I'm uh. stuck! <sighs>
2: well struggled to pull Blake through the narrow window, when suddenly a dirty, wizened hand reached down to help him. It was the strange elderly man they had seen earlier. Give me your other hand, quickly!
8: Now, pull! To the street lamp, a run! We should be safe here. The light will keep Uh, it away.
4: I don't know who you are, but
8: thank you. You're my savior. You are not saved yet, my son. You saw the darkness, yes? Look here.
4: What do you mean? Yes. Yes, I saw it. And did it see you? Yes. I think it did. Jesus Christi. Listen, you. What are you talking about? We gave ourselves a good scare, is all. Patris
8: et Sancti. Amen. Please, sir,
4: tell us. What was it? What did you mean, I'm not saved?
8: Exurgateus et dissipentur inimici eus et fugiant qui facie i have heard
4: enough prayers in my life. Besides, he's obviously a loony.
8: Sicut deficit fumus deficiant, sicut fluid cera facie ignis, sic pereant ant pecatores
2: Thoroughly rattled, the young men made their way back up College Hill to Gamwell's flat for a much-needed recovery.
4: Ah, home at last. My friend, if you ever wanted to start drinking, now would be the time. (laughs) Seriously, it might help. No, thanks. All I want to do is sleep, but I don't think I can. And all I want to do is smoke. Huh. Damn lighter. Well, maybe I have some matches somewhere. The old man. You knew. Ah, here we are. Not safe. The hunter. What was that? Say, are you sure you're okay? Didn't hit your head or anything, did you? No, no, I'm fine. Just shaking up is all. Don't let your imagination run away with you. You'll wind up as crazy as that old hobo. But those noises. There was something in that steeple. You heard it, too. It was probably the wind shaking those decaying shutters. It was a creaky old building. We're lucky it didn't fall down on us. I saw... Blake, monsters and spooks are for stories and paintings. Not real life. Philip Raymond knew that. Hmph. <laughs> And then he started investigating this church. Uh, All right, let's keep investigating, and you'll see what I mean. Uh, You still have that ledger with those symbols? Yes. Give it here. I'd like to try and work it out. I think it'll be fun. And for you, uh, something a little more mundane to calm your nerves. Lillibridge's notebook. Oh, God, Lillibridge. We've got to tell the police about him. Well, he's been up there for over 40 years. He's not going anywhere. Here. Poor devil. At least he was pretty organized. Miss Markham was right. He was a good reporter. Let's see here. Hey, Gamwell, listen to this. Prof. Enoch Bowen, home from Egypt, May 1871. buys old Lady of Consolation Church in July and establishes the Church of Starry Wisdom, his archaeological work and studies in a cult well-known. 1873. Three Disappearances. First mention of... Shining trapezohedron. That must be the stone on their altar. Hmm. He says there were unexplained disappearances and lurid rumors of blood sacrifices pointed toward the church for years, but nothing could ever be proved. See, no proof. Just stories. The size of his congregation grew, and so did the rumors, and pressure mounted on local officials to take action against the Church of Starry Wisdom despite the lack of evidence against them. Then, look, in 1893, everything came to a head. Lillibridge was there. Here, listen to this. Italian neighbors confronted SW today in the street in front of the church. They shouted, Servants of a Satan! Baby,
8: kill us! Cursed of a god!
9: We are peaceful, law-abiding citizens, exercising our right to worship as we choose. You're the ones invading our nation and trying to take over! May the darkness take you all!
3: Order!
2: Order! Pipe down, or it's the paddy wagon for the lot of you! Mayor Doyle has an announcement, and you'd better listen if you know what's good for you. Mr. Mayor? (coughs) Uh, Chief
7: Benson! My fellow citizens of Providence. They
9: aren't citizens. We are the citizens.
2: <laughs> Mr. Mum, please. Enough. I'm warning you, Mr. Mayor. Continue. I. Uh,
7: I understand that our fine Catholic community feels a special attachment to this church due to past association with their faith. They profane our sacred... What? But Mr. Bowen and his followers purchased the property fair and square, and they have every right to practice their own religion as they see fit. Please, please, now uh, I've discussed your concerns with the local diocese, and I'm pleased to announce that we intend to help them establish a brand new church in another location, Bishop Matthew Hawkins himself is here to tell you about it.
0: Uh, Bishop Hawkins, My brothers and sisters in Christ, let us not allow grievances of the past to sow hatred and discord in our fair city. What Mayor Doyle told you is
8: true. We shall soon have a new house of God.
0: This church worship. has been a
8: blasphemed, infested with evil spirits. It must be torn down. And everything it must be
3: torn down.
0: <laughs> Father Bardazzi,
8: No more. You've been warned about
0: inciting this rabble. Please, peace, my brothers and sisters. If you want a Catholic
9: Church, go back to Italy, you crazy wops! Bastardo,
0: I show you!
5: Easy now, friends. uh, The man's just speaking his mind. It's a free country, isn't it? Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh, freedom of the press. So let's all just live and let live, okay? Amen to that.
2: You heard what the man said. Now go exercise your right to peaceably assemble somewhere else. All of you!
8: Whew!
10: I think
9: they would have turned me into Italian sausage. Thanks for stopping them, Mr. Ed Littlebridge. Providence Telegram. Clayton Munn. Pleased to meet you. Likewise. I take it you're
5: a uh, member of the Church of Starry Wisdom? And proud of it. It's pretty obvious what the Italians think of your church, but I think the public needs to hear both sides. Would you like to give me Starry Wisdom's point of view? Would I? You bet. Can I buy you a drink? Unless it's against your religion. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't belong to any religion that was against that. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, to Donovan's Tavern. Barman, two beers. Right away, sir. So, uh, pardon my ignorance, Mr. Munn, but
9: just what the hell is Starry Wisdom? It's the great truth of the universe. All this, everything you see around you, all just illusions, dancing lights on the cave wall. And
5: what is real? The cave. The dark. That's what he teaches you? The the guy who owns the church? uh, What's his name? uh,
9: uh, Bowen? Master Bowen. The dark hierophant. Hmm. And, uh, how did he find this truth? He brought it back from Egypt. The sacred object, the shining... Gentlemen, tea. your drinks.
5: Keep the change. Uh, you were saying...
9: I, I shouldn't... I, I mean, I really can't discuss it. Our faith has certain secrets.
5: Well, those wouldn't include human sacrifices, would they? I beg your pardon? <laughs> no, of course. they. Uh, there's a girl who works at my paper, Lanigan Markham. Her brother joined your group and she hasn't heard from him since. She's worried. She's a nice girl, but uh, she has some
9: wild ideas. Maybe he doesn't have anything to say. So I can let her know that he he wasn't sacrificed? (laughs) Every religion demands some form of sacrifice, Mr. Lillibridge. Cheers.
5: You're lucky you all seem to have friends in high places at City Hall, the Neighborhood's pretty upset. That bishop today could barely even control his own priest. Aren't you uh, worried the Italians might take matters into their own hands?
9: It won't matter. Master Bowen foretold the time of our salvation is nigh. Besides, the Italians would certainly regret destroying that church. Why is that? You'll see, someday. Why not today? There are lessons that once learned cannot be forgotten. Are you prepared for that, Mr. Lillybridge? I'll take my chances. Very well. But I recommend that you finish your drink before we go.
5: see my hand in front of my face.
9: Everyone walks in darkness, Mr. Lillardidge. We in Starry Wisdom merely choose to embrace that fact. Come, the dark hierophant awaits you.
5: That's, uh, some choir you've got
9: here. Shh! There he is.
5: That's Enoch Bowen? In front of the
9: altar? It is. Is he asleep? No. His eyes
1: have been so shut.
10: What? To improve my vision. Only those with sight are truly blind. As a Thoth dweller in eternal night is blind, yet sees all. Please, come closer.
5: Mr. Bowen, Ed Lillabridge,
10: Providence Telegram. <laughs> Young man, your identity has no meaning to me. We are all one, and all nothing. If you don't mind my asking, what do you see...
5: If you pardon the expression... ...for the future of your sect, given the community's
10: opposition? Our sect has no future, but neither does the community. Was that a threat? Not at all. Simply a statement of fact. Even the Bible concedes the cosmos began with darkness, and it shall end the same way. So shall we all. And you embrace that? There is nothing better than Oblivion, since in Oblivion there is no wish unfulfilled. We had it before we were born, yet did not complain. Shall we whine, because we know it will return? (laughs) It is Elysium enough for me, at any rate. Then why go through all this? Why stir up this trouble? To prepare mankind for the inevitable. They should welcome, not fear, the darkness that will consume them. And you, Mr. Lillybridge, shall be my prophet. That's a bigger commitment than I came for. And yet your role has been preordained. Your presence here ensures that the captive blackness will one day be freed to extinguish the... ...duplicitous light from the universe. What a privilege you've been granted! Pardon me if I seem ungrateful. Alas... ...the hour grows late... ...and you'd best be going. Just a few more questions. What the hell was that? Do you know why churches have steeples, Mr.
5: Lilybridge? Yes. So that the cross on top
10: can be seen for miles around. It's advertising. No. They're to remind us of the primal urge and bring us closer to the infinite. They pierce the sky and let the divine come through. But what- when you return, Mr. Lilybridge, look to the steeple.
4: The Bridge never saw Enoch, Bowen, Clayton, Mon, or any of the Starry Wisdom cultists again. No one saw them. He says maybe the mayor pressured them to leave, perhaps struck some kind of backroom bargain to preserve the church and the Bowen Trust in exchange for their departure. Nobody at City Hall would confirm his theory, though. And gossip began circulating that some or all of the church members may have been the victims of foul play. They were all gone. The whole congregation? That'd be some pretty foul play. Did he find anything? Last entry says he's going back to the church itself to look for clues to their disappearance. And we know how that turned out. Maybe the damned Italians got him too. you know that wasn't it. Something else is going on here. Something terrible. The darkness. Not that again. You saw it, Gamwell. We both did. No one can see darkness, Blake. That's why they call it that. Well, I did. And here it is again in poor Ed Lillibridge's notes. Enoch Bowen himself saying, Starry Wisdom worshiped this darkness. Okay, so maybe it's connected. But what does it all mean? What is the darkness? I can't tell you, but I-, I think I know who can. Who? Oh no, you can't me. The derelict who saved me, yes! He knows the darkness! Naya... Naya... Azathoth... Sorry, what did you say? Uh, the hobo! We must find him before it's too late!
2: The next day, Damwell accompanied the very nervous Blake to Federal Hill in search of the strange old man.
4: Oh, it's no use, Gamwell. We've been around this block half a dozen times already and no one even knows who we're talking about. They don't know or won't say. Wait, there's a beat cop over there. Let's see if he knows the guy. Officer! 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 You
5: lads aren't from around here. How can I help you?
4: My friend here, he thinks a vagrant might have stolen his wallet, and, and we wondered if you knew the man. Italian, elderly, long hair, uh, a beard, always muttering to himself.
5: I know the very one, sir. Been on this beat longer than I have. Mad as a hatter, but harmless <laughs> enough. He's usually within a stone's throw of this old church. Never heard of him committing no crime. Strange he's not around today. What can you tell us about him? Do you know where he lives? <laughs> lives? Wherever he can rest his head, I imagine. What's his story? Do you know? Well, the fellow was a priest at one time. I'm priest? Nah, back when I was a lad, I never saw him preach. Of course, I mean, my kin and I. We went up to St Mary's, don't you know? But, but this fella, yeah, this was his church right here, buried near half his family in that there churchyard before the place got sold off. There broke his heart when them heathens took over. Raised such a ruckus the diocese defrocked him and. Uh, he's been a lost soul
4: ever since. Do you remember his name?
5: Uh, I can't. Uh, them foreign names all sound alike, but but rest assured, young sir, he'll come back around and I'll uh, ask about that wallet of yours. Oh, no, wait. I remember you. You do? Uh, the fire up on College Hill. You were all wide-eyed, and had bags like you'd just come from the station. That's right. Quite a memory. Uh, I'll part of the job. Word of advice? You boys will be safer back on College Hill. Best keep with your own kind. Thank you, officer. Good day to you.
4: Well, we know everything about your hobo, but who he is and where to find him. Damn it! Steady on, we'll find him in time. I don't have time! Blake, what's wrong? It's... Oh, my head. Does it hurt? No. It's not pain. It's... My thoughts are not my own. I see things. Hear things. It's trying to make me do things. What is?
10: Mi scusi. I hear you talk to policeman. You say you see Father Bardazzi.
4: Father oh, Bardazzi? Old guy? Long white hair? Mumbles in Latin? Si,
10: si, you see? I worry.
4: We're worried too why we're trying to find him. Do you, do you know where he is?
10: No, today, but I never still know nothing. He is a good man, our guardian angel. He keep us safe from the evil. What evil? There, in the church.
4: We too fear the evil. We hoped Father Bardazzi could help us. If you see him, could you have him call on us? Number 13 College Street.
10: If I see him, I tell him. I fear a bad thing happened to him. He is gone all day. This is not his way.
4: Uh, Wait, what's wrong? You think.
3: Here. 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 The
4: evil. The evil eye is upon you. Please, he needs help. Evil! The evil eye! Oh God, have mercy on you! I, uh... Blake, Blake, get a hold of yourself! Come on! Come now! Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm... I'm all right now. That's debatable. Let's get you out of here.
2: That evening, back in Gamwell's rooms, the artist looked in on his distressed friend.
4: You've been asleep for hours. How are you doing? Better, but still... strange. I keep remembering things. At least that's how it feels. Except they're things I've never known before. Well, I've made some supper for us. We'll have you ride as rain in no time rain. Sounds like there's a storm brewing out there. Come on. We need to go back out there. That Father Bardazzi, he must be the same priest Edwin Lillibridge mentioned in his notes. I'm sure of it. Relax. We're not going anywhere in this weather. Anyway, you don't want to miss this meal. Now, I can't claim to be a gourmet chef, but I think you'll like it. Spaghetti? I thought you hated Italians.
3: I don't. Well...
4: well, Yes, but I have to admit that the food is wonderful. (laughs) Import the pasta, deport the people. That's what I say. Uh, Tuck in. I'm sorry. Don't you like it? Here, put some more cheese on it. No, I'm sure it's delicious. Sorry, it's just my head. Say, uh, while you're asleep, I took a crack at that cipher in the ledger book we took from the church. And what's it say? Well, at first, I got nowhere. Most of the symbols seem to be astrological or alchemical in nature. Some of them even look like acro. But I couldn't find any pattern in them that matched up with the most common English letter combinations. I noticed many of the texts in the church's library were historical, so I started trying classical languages. You'll never guess what some of it was. Greek? Latin? Not simply Latin. <laughs> Those devious dogs also use Tyronean shorthand that I haven't seen since my classic courses in university once I latched onto that, I started looking for repeating combinations of symbols that might correlate to what we know of the Starry Wisdom sect. The Tyronean abbreviation for darkness, for example. Or the word for haunter. Haunter. That is what you said the other day, isn't it? I, I, I misheard it at the time, but now I'm certain. Because the most frequent word combination in the cryptogram is Obsessor Tenebris. The haunter of the dark. And what does it say about this Haunter of the Dark? Let's see. Look into the Dark Stone's light, and the Haunter of the Dark shall rise like a fountain of ash, I think it says, from the depths of ultimate chaos. At whose center sprawls the blind idiot god Asathoth, lord of all things, encircled by his flopping horde of mindless and amorphous dancers, and lulled by the thin monotonous piping of demonic flute held in nameless pause. It sounds like you've heard this before. Go on. Well, it says that this thing, the Haunter, holds forth a key to all the paradoxes and arcana of all the worlds we know. In return for this knowledge, it demands monstrous sacrifices. The stone, the shining trapezohedron, was evidently fashioned in some place called uh, Yoggoth. Before the Old Ones brought it to Earth. There it was treasured by the great crinoids of Antarctica, who placed it in its sacred reliquary. Salvaged from the ruins of the Old Ones' Cyclopean city, it was peered at, eons later, in Lemuria, by the first human beings. It crossed strange lands and stranger seas and sank with Atlantis. Then a Minoan fisherman meshed it in his net, and later the pharaoh Ka built around it a temple with a windowless crypt, and did that which caused his name to be stricken from all monuments and records. Then it slept in the ruins of that evil fane, which the priests and the new pharaoh destroyed, till Enoch Bowen's spade once more brought it forth to curse mankind. How do you know all this? It, But not exactly. It just came to me like it had been in my mind the whole time. I saw Yugath, Endless leagues of desert lined with carved, sky-reaching monoliths. Towers and walls in nighted depths under the seas and processions of robed, hooded figures whose outlines weren't human. Then there were vortices of space where wisps of black mist floated before thin shimmerings of cold purple haze. And beyond everything else, an infinite gulf of darkness. Blake, um... I think we should get you to an alienist. Maybe Dr. W. White... I'm not mad. It's true. For your sake, I hope you flipped your lid, because if what you're saying is true... It is it's... true! Ever since we went into that church, I've had the feeling that something was watching me. No. That something was watching through me. If everything you've said is right, there's only one way you could have gained such knowledge. That crystal in the box really was the Shining Trapezohedron, which means... There the- really is a hunter of the Dark, and it's going to demand its sacrifice of me. Just as it did from Enoch Bowen and his followers at Starry Wisdom. Who the devil could that be?
8: You, see... You need God's help, and I have come. You are Father Bardazzi. I am Bardazzi. I am no longer a priest, but I serve the Lord.
4: You're dressed like a priest.
8: I have not worn these robes for more than 30 years, but tonight I have need of God's armor. May I come in? Gamwell, let him in.
3: Very well. There.
8: Young man, you are the one with the evil eye upon you. You superstitious simpleton, it's not- you.
4: Yes, I am the one with the evil eye. In the church, you
8: looked into the eye, did you not?
4: I.
2: Do you mean this? From beneath his robes, the old priest produced the strange metal box from the steeple of the Starry Wisdom Church and held it toward Blake. Slowly, the priest opened the box to reveal the glowing stone within. The Shining Trapper's a heathron.
8: When you entered that forbidden place, you awoke a terrible demon. And now it wants out. Oh, I... We, we didn't mean to. When you did this, I saw that one could enter that cursed place in the daylight and survive. I went in and found the source of its unholy power. Then why, in God's name, did you bring it here? Your friend is marked by Satan. He has looked upon the stone and allowed the darkness to possess him. His only hope of salvation is to gaze upon the stone again and cast out the evil spirit. Devo eseguire, le What? I must perform the exorcism.
4: Uh, I've never heard such a load of rubbish. Gamwell, please. I want to. What did I tell you about this guy? Ever since I first saw it, I've been afraid to look at the trapezohedron again. And yet, at the same time, I've been craving it. Been tempted to go back into the church myself just to stare into it. You see? His soul cries for release from
8: the demon. Here. Look into the eye of the darkness. No,
4: wait. Oh, God have mercy. Uh,
3: the darkness.
2: As Blake gazed into the luminous crystal, the electric lights in the apartment began to flicker.
8: Look, see how the stone glows, the light of Satan. Blake, Blake, are you all right?
4: I remember yoga. Th- and more distant Shagai, in the ultimate void of the Black Planets.
8: The demon, it
4: speaks! The long-winging like through the
8: void cannot Omnis cross the universe potestas. of light, sent horrible Omnis abysses Omnis of radiance. What, what are you doing to him, poor What are you, you saying? Ne- That's not Chatham!
3: Car-
4: Darkness idea. never dies. It waits. Was, was it not it an, was an, an, avatar an avatar of Nyarlathotep who, in antique condi- and condi- shadowy, shadowy, shadowy chem, vini- even took vini- the form vini- of vini- man? Vini- Blake! Inhale.
5: Kata'a... Lohath... Gorgamoth...
8: It is no use! I am too late! Wait! Where are you going? Bardazzi!
4: Blake, listen to me! You have to hang on. You are Robert
8: Blake. Uh,
3: I...
4: Say it. Say it. I am Robert Blake. That's it. Keep repeating it until I get back. Bagdazzi! I am Robert Harrison Blake of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am on this planet. I am Robert Harrison Blake.
2: I am Robert... Well ran out into the empty streets of the pouring night. He ran through the rain looking for any sign of the old man. As he neared the Providence River, a flash of lightning revealed the silhouette of the robed priest, leaning against the railing of a disused railroad bridge. <laughs>
8: Impaired, even Deus. Godotzi, stop! Stay back! The demon is in the church, and for the sake of all that is holy, it must be cast forth from this place. What are you going to do? God's will. I cast this to the sea. No man shall look upon this evil thing, and the evil shall look upon no man.
4: But what about Blake? What if we need that thing to free him from... Uh,
8: for him, there is no hope. The evil has seen him, and he belongs to it now. Like the bone and the starry wisdom, he can only feed the darkness. What do you mean? It was a cult of death, suicide. They gave their lives to the darkness. Good God. For your friend, death will be a blessing. No,
4: there has to be a way to stop it.
8: Mm-hmm. We cannot escape our sins, my son. Your friend must atone, as must I. I can go no further. You must hear my final confession. Final confession? Wait a minute. Listen. You right, Philip Brennan. You knew him, yes? Yes. What about him? It was... I, who lit the fire that killed him. You? My God, why? I feared he would awake the dim. He came to write of the starry wisdom of Enoch and of a past best forgotten. I could not allow him to spread the sacrilege to the world, and so I had to destroy the knowledge, to burn it in the purifying fire, to vanquish the darkness with the burning light of the Almighty. Light is the only thing keeping it at the main. You killed an innocent man. No one who has touched the darkness sees a insult. That's murder. You, you pay for this. We shall all pay for our sins. But you and your friend, my son, gave me the courage after all these years to go into the church at last and face the evil. I thank you. Now... I must do this. One last thing.
4: Father, please, step back from the edge. You don't need to do this.
8: My son, would you deny me God's peace? Forgive me. You cannot imagine the terrors I have endured my entire life. I have seen the dark universe yawning where the black planets roll without aim where they roll in their horror unheeded, without knowledge or lustre or name. Jesu Christi, you have mercy on my soul. No! Bagdansi!
3: Oh, God!
2: The tortured old priest vanished into the swollen river. Dragged down by his waterlogged vestments, Gamwell looked around for help, but saw nothing but a new horror. Dear God, the lightning! As lightning flashed, street flickered off and windows went dim all across the city. The old town was plunged into darkness. The church. There'll be nothing left to keep the haunter inside. On Federal Hill, anxious residents hurried into the streets. Rain-soaked knots of men and women filled the square and alleys around the evil church, carrying umbrella-shaded candles, electric flashlights, oil lanterns, crucifixes, and rosaries.
3: We stay. Our light keeps
10: demon away!
5: Il diavolo teme luce! The linemen will have the lights back on soon, but not if you're blocking the streets! No, you'll not understand.
0: Demon! if it! Get Jesus, out!
5: Mary and Joseph, these superstitions! Go home! Leave the streets!
7: Ah, come on, lady, don't make me drag you! Oh. <laughs> oh,
3: oh. Let's
8: go! Oh, officer! Oh. Officer! Ian Knowles. This one
5: has seen the darkness. L- look, sir, go back
8: home. Officer
5: Monaghan. Everyone
8: just needs to go back to their houses. Sir, my friend, Robert Blake.
4: I'm afraid something, uh, someone is trying to kill him. Please, come with me. Kill him, you say? Uh, what, what's all this about? No time to explain. I'll tell you on the way. Please, we need to hurry. Lead the way.
2: It started with a definite swelling of the dull fumbling sounds inside the Black Tower. There had for some time been a vague exhalation of strange, evil odors from the church. And this had now become emphatic and offensive. A sun cast many of the candles and lanterns and the remains of one of the upper windows crashed down in the yard beneath the frowning easterly facade.
3: No, mercy! He to come out!
2: An utterly unbearable fetter welled forth from the unseen heights, choking and sickening the trembling watchers. At the same time, the air trembled with a vibration as of flapping wings, and a sudden east-blowing wind more violent than any previous blast snatched off the hats and wrenched the dripping umbrellas of the crowd. Nothing definite could be seen in the candleless night. Though some upward looking spectators thought they glimpsed a great spreading blur of denser blackness against the inky sky. Something like a formless cloud of smoke that shot with meteor like speed toward College Hill to the east. He's in here. Blake, are you all right?
8: Is it locked? No, I have the key.
4: Something blocking the door. All right. Shh. Yet
8: I can see everything with a monstrous sense that is not sight. Light is dark, and dark is light.
5: What's he saying? Blake! Blake, can you hear me?
8: Let us
3: in! I am Robert Blake. but I
4: see the steeple in the dark, can hear the things stirring and fumbling in the tower. I am it, and
3: it is I. I want to get out. Must get out! It knows where I am
5: Doesn't sound like someone's trying to kill him. Sounds like he's gone mad. He needs our help! Help me ram the door!
3: Blake! Yeah! You Yeah, I see it! Coming here.
4: No wind. Titan Blur? Black Wings? Young Saza saved me! The three-lobed burning eye!
8: Again, Monahan! One, two, three!
5: Jesus, Mary, Joseph! That one was right on top of us. Wonder it didn't blow down Here, the house. Help me get this open. Blake!
4: Turn on your torch! Look, by the window! Blake! Are you all right?
2: Saints preserve us. Blake? Blake, no! Blake! The rigid body sat bolt upright at the desk by the window, and when the policeman saw the glassy, bulging eyes, he turned away. Dear God. Ah, poor lad.
5: The darkness. Must have been the lightning. A bolt must have struck him dead where
4: he sat. It wasn't the lightning. It was absolute terror.
5: Terror? He was alone. You saw yourself. The door was barricaded from inside. No
4: one could... It wasn't t- a man. It was the haunter. The haunter of the dark. And it's still out there.
5: I know you've had a terrible shock, but... God
4: save us. In nomine patris et filii et spiritus sancti. Amen.
5: Prayers are comforts at times like these.
4: Subtuum presidium confugamus. Sancta dei genetrix. Sed appariculus conctus, Libera
8: no sembra. Where are you going? Mr. Gamwell!
2: Shortly afterward, the medical examiner, Dr. Ambrose Dexter, investigated the death of Robert Blake, and reported his findings to the Providence Police.
9: Officers, the cause of Mr. Blake's death was electrical shock, or nervous tension induced by electrical discharge.
10: Didn't I tell you, Sergeant Kelly? Lightning it was. From outside? Through an intact window, Doctor? It is true that the window he faced was unbroken, but
9: nature has shown herself capable of many freakish performances.
10: Uh, And what about the expression on his face? I've seen the pictures.
9: It was a disturbing rictus, but hardly surprising considering his abnormal imagination and unbalanced emotions.
5: Abnormal? Oh, you bet, Sergeant. I mean, Blake was a writer after all. Spooky stories. Ah, you should have seen the paintings and crazy books and papers in his pal Gamwell's flat.
10: Those two are barking mad. Ah, yes. Hey, what about Gamwell? I mean, he still hasn't recovered, eh, hey, Monahan? No, Sergeant Kelly, sir. He's
5: wandering my beat as we speak. Just keep circling that old starry wisdom church and mumbling prayers to himself. Every time I ask him about it, he tells me that someone's got to protect the neighborhood from the demon. Just like that priest Bardazzi used to do. Well,
10: keep an eye on the poor devil. We'd have to lock him up for his own good. speaking of the priest, what about that floater we pulled from the bay?
5: Aye, sir. That was him washed up near Canimacate Point.
10: Poor old fellow. I don't suppose anyone will claim his body. Ugh, I doubt it,
5: sir. Oh, oh, this was odd, though. On the way to the apartment that night, Gamwell said Bardossi jumped off the bridge with a metal box in his arms. Claimed it had a magic stone in it or some such. Ugh, for
10: Pete's sake. Was there a box with the priest's effects, Dr. Dexter? Oh... There was a box,
9: all right. A fancy metal thing. I had to pry it out of his hands. The corpse clutched it to his chest as if he meant to carry it to hell himself. Oh, but when we opened it, well,
5: you tell him, Doc.
9: Yes, there was nothing inside.
2: You've been listening to The Haunter of the Dark. Brought to you by our sponsor, Bile Beans. Stay healthy, bright-eyed, and slim. Take Bile Beans every night. I'm Creighton Cobb. Until next week, this is Dark Adventure Radio Theatre reminding you to never go anywhere alone. If it looks bad, don't look and save the last bullet for yourself.
1: The Hunter of the Dark was adapted for radio by Stephen Woodworth and Sean Branny and Andrew Lehman and produced by Sean Branny and Andrew Lehman. Based on the story by H.P. Lovecraft. Original music by Reber Clark. The Dark Adventure Ensemble featured Sean Branny, Casey Kemp, Matt Foyer, Casey Kramer, Andrew Lehman, Jacob Lyle, Barry Lynch, Grinnell Morris, David Paveo, Kevin Stidham, Josh Temke, and Time Winters. Tune in next week for The Venus Inquisition, a tale of science, revenge, and forbidden desires in outer space. Dark Adventure Radio Theater is a production of the HPLHS Broadcasting Group, a subsidiary of HPLHS Incorporated, copyright 1931, plus
3: 86...